It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Threads went to PNC Park in Pittsburgh on Friday afternoon with thoughts of sweeping the last place Pirates. They ended up splitting the two games. Cincinnati took game one 4-2 behind six solid innings from Luis Castillo. In the nightcap, the Pirates scored three unearned runs in the fourth inning and went on to beat the Reds 4-3. Highlights in a bit, but first some final thoughts from the two guys who called both games, Tommy Thrall and Danny Graves. Thanks, Jed. Tough one as the Reds fall in Game 2, 4-3 to three the final. The Reds looked awfully good, though, in Game 1, winning that one 4-2. to two. And let's start there because Luis Castillo, Danny Graves, looked pretty good for the Reds, earning his first win of the year. It was a great sign to see the domination of Luis Castillo again. And it had been quite some time where we haven't seen the consistency with his fastball to make that changeup so much better. And he had that this afternoon in that, in that Game 1. But um, really just had the one inning that he struggled, and I wouldn't even call it a struggle. It just wasn't as smooth as the rest of the game for him, but he showed a lot of great stuff today, and that's the, the Luis Castillo that we're all used to seeing. And the Reds able to win that one 4-2. to two. Different story in the second game. A costly Joey Votto error really proved to be the difference in this game. That opened the door in the fourth. Uh, the Pirates would go on to score three times in that inning. You and I talked about it during the game. You will face adversity as a pitcher. Sometimes you have to overcome it, but still a big error nonetheless on Votto. It was, and and I know Joey feels bad about it. Uh, just one of those plays where, as a first baseman, when you stride out too early to stretch and then the throw's not where you're stretching, uh, obviously it's hard to catch. And uh, that, was the, that was the case on that one. And unfortunately, Trevor Bauer couldn't pick him up and, and retire the side after that. But there were some good at-bats that inning from the young kids uh, Hayes and Alfred over there with the Pirates. But, yeah, sometimes those just one little error will cost you a game. The rest of the game went pretty well as far as Trevor Bauer being on the mound and his domination. But just, you know, one inning uh, ends up losing the game. And the Reds tied it from that point on. Mike Moustakas homer to tie it up in the fourth inning. But after the Moustakas home run, only one hit the rest of the way for the Reds. The Pirates ended up scoring the go-ahead run in the fifth inning to break the 3-3 tie on a double play ball. You think at that point, all right, the Reds will probably be able to find a way to get one. Just couldn't get it done the rest of the way. Reds fall 4-3 to three to the Pirates. They'll look to get back in the win column again tomorrow night in Pittsburgh with Anthony D. Sclafani on the mound. You'll have more on that coming up. Reds fall 4-3 to three in Game 2, win Game 1. Four to two. Yet now to the highlights. We start with game one. Joey Votto walked to lead off the game for Cincinnati. It was walk number twelve hundred of his big league career. Just the second red to reach that milestone. The first, Pete Rose. Votto was doubled up, and then the Reds failed to score in the first, but they did in the second. With two outs, Stephen Brault. With two outs, Stephen Brault hit Aristides Aquino with a pitch. Kurt Caselli then reached on the air by first baseman Josh Bell. Shortstop Jose Garcia was next up, and he came through. Brought a letter high set. A couple glances at Aquino in the pitch. And Garcia rips one over the third baseman Hayes into left field for a hit. Here comes Aquino around third. He will score, and the Reds strike first. One to nothing Cincinnati on the first big league RBI by Jose Garcia. 
The Pirates put their first two batters of the second inning on base off Luis Castillo, but Castillo got a couple of ground outs and a fly ball to get out of the inning without a run scoring. The Reds added to their lead in the third. Joey Votto led off with a base hit to right. Nick Castellanos singled, moving Votto to second base. Matt Davidson grounded out, but both runners moved up. That brought A. Eugenio Suarez to the plate, and he did his job. The pitch. And he swings and sends a fly ball to right. Hit well enough to get the run home. Backpedaling almost to the wall. Gregory Polanco to make the catch. Votto will tag up at third. He scores. And tagging at second base, Castellanos. He's into third. And it's a sacrifice fly by A. Eugenio Suarez to give the Reds a 2-0 lead. Jesse Winker was next up against Brault, and he made it a three-run lead. Winker swings at a breaking ball down and away and pops one into short center field. It's a long run for Cole Tucker, and he can't get there. It falls between he and the shortstop, Eric Gonzalez, and Gonzalez really didn't look like he was giving that much of an effort. I think he thought Tucker would get it, and it fell in front of Tucker. Castellanos will score, and the Reds lead it 3-0 on a bloop single by Jesse Winker into shallow center field. The Pirates got two of those runs back in their half of the third off starter Luis Castillo. He struck out the leadoff hitter, but then gave up a double to left. After a ground out, he walked Brian Reynolds. Next up was Colin Moran. Reds are leading 3-0, but Castillo's pitch. And it's a ground ball through the left side, and that's a base hit. Here comes Aquino to scoop it up. Around third to score is Gonzalez. And around to third is Brian Reynolds on the RBI single by Colin Moran. His second hit of the game. The Pirates are on the board. It's now 3-1 Reds. Gregory Polanco followed Moran, and he did this. Gregory Polanco swings the first pitch, drives it to deep left center field. That's going to bounce and get over the wall for a ground rule double. Polanco, first ball swinging, has his second double of the game. That'll score Brian Reynolds from third, and it'll move Colin Moran around to third and make it a one-run game. Three to two, the Reds. Lead is down to one. Castillo gave up base hits to the first two batters he faced in the fourth, but he struck out Jacob Stallings and then got what he needed. Castillo with the sign from Casale, the pitch, and it's a chopper to the shortstop. Garcia to second, Farmer to first, and there's your double play. 6-4-3, an inning ender. The Pirates leave a man in the fourth, and we go to the fifth. The Reds added to their lead when Nick Castellanos led off the fifth. Brault winds. Here's the 1-1 pitch. And Castellanos belts this one to deep left center field. Hit a ton, and it is gone. He got it out of here. Castellanos crushed it to left center field. And that is his 11th home run of the year. And the Reds are back on top by two, four to two Cincinnati. Castillo pitched a one, two, three, fifth. In the bottom of the sixth, he got the first two batters out, but then he issued a walk. Next up was center fielder Cole Tucker. And even if Tucker reaches, and then Castillo or Sims even, for that matter, is able to get Stallings, the Pirates would be okay with that because they'd have a fresh inning with the top of their order due up in the seventh. Something to keep in mind, the pitch. Strike three called, fastball over the inside corner, and he locks up Cole Tucker. The eighth strikeout of the game for Luis Castillo closes out the Pirates sixth. We go to the seventh, still Reds four, Pirates two. Castillo's line, six innings pitch, seven hits, two runs, two walks, eight strikeouts. 
Rysel Iglesias came on the pitch the bottom of the seventh. He did give up a base hit, but got out of the inning without a run scoring, and that was that. Here are the totals for game one. The Reds, four runs, seven hits, no air, seven left on base. For the Pirates, two runs, eight hits, one air. They stranded seven. Castillo, the winner, one and five. Brault takes the loss. He's 0-2. Iglesias picks up his fifth save. Time of the game, two hours and 31 minutes. Even though they were playing in Pittsburgh on Friday night, the Pirates hit first in game two of the doubleheader. This was a makeup game from a COVID-19 postponement here in Cincinnati. Trevor Bauer put a couple of men on base in the top of the first, but he got out of it without a run crossing the plate. The Reds did, however, score in their half of the first against Pirate starter Cody Ponce. Joey Votto started things off by drawing a base on balls. Nick Castellanos then struck out, and Jesse Winker lined out. So two outs with a runner on base and cleanup hitter A. Eugenio Suarez at the plate. Suarez swings and sends a fly ball to center field. Hit well, going back off it. He turns and looks. It is gone. A two-run home run for A. Eugenio Suarez, and the Reds are on top two to nothing. Pittsburgh took the lead in the top of the fourth off Trevor Bauer. Colin Moran reached on a Joey Votto air. Two outs later, Cabrian Hayes singled. That brought eighth-place hitter Anthony Alford to the plate. Here's the pitch. And it's lined to center, base hit, and that's in the gap. Goodwin trying to cut it off, and he slips, loses his footing. Here comes Hayes around third. He's going to score and into third base safely without a throw is offered. That's a game-tying two-run triple, and it looked like Goodwin was trying to cut that ball off in the left center field gap, and in doing so, just lost his footing. Feet came out from under him. And it was bad news from that point forward. Then with John Ryan Murphy at the plate, Bauer did this. The pitch in the dirt outside. And here comes the runner to the plate. And Barnhart can't get up to be able to scramble to the plate. And Anthony Offord slides in head first to give the Pirates a 3-2 lead on a wild pitch. The Reds tied things up in the bottom of the fourth when Mike Moustakis stepped to the plate against Cody Ponce. The 2-0 pitch. Moustakis socks this one to right field. Hit a ton and gone out of here to right. A line drive and a high one at that. And he got it out of here to tie this game up at three. In the top of the fifth, the first two hitters singled off Trevor Bauer and the go-ahead run crossed the plate thanks to Brian Reynolds. Bauer. Working out of the stretch, brings it home, and the pitch is a chopper over the mound. Right at second, Garcia Field steps on second and throws in time to get the out at first. It's a double play. A run will score, but boy, the Reds had him played perfectly. Garcia fielded that ball on top of second like he was taking a throw from the catcher with a runner stealing. The Reds went out in order against Sam Howard in the bottom of the fifth. Bauer pitched a perfect sixth inning, and his night was done. Six innings pitched, six hits, four runs, just one earned, two walks, and seven strikeouts. In the bottom of the sixth, the first two hitters struck out against Chris Stratton. He then walked A. Eugenio Suarez, and the Pirates made a pitching change. Lefty Nick Turley came on and gave up a base hit to Mike Moustakis. That brought pinch hitter Matt Davidson to the plate, and Turley ended the threat. Just poke one out there somewhere. Dink it in. Drive that guy in from third. Suarez standing there, hungry to score the pitch. Swing and a miss. Blew a fastball by Davidson up and out of the zone. 
He strikes out. The inning is over. The Reds strand two. Richard Rodriguez came out to pitch the bottom of the seventh for Pittsburgh, and he ended the game this way. The pitch. And Barnhart pops it up. Back behind third. Out goes Hayes. He's under it. He's got it. And that's all. Reds fall to the Pirates 4-3 in game two of today's doubleheader after the Reds took the first one. Four to two. Here are the game two totals for Pittsburgh. Four runs, six hits, no errors, three left on base. For the Reds, three runs, four hits, one error. They stranded three. Howard gets the win. He's two and one. Trevor Bauer, the hard luck loser on Friday night. He goes to three and three. Rodriguez picks up his third save. No home runs for the Pirates. Cincinnati hit two of them. Suarez, number nine. Moustak is number three. Game time, two hours and 25 minutes. Time to hear what Reds manager David Bell had to say after the game. Is, is this game a little bit tougher to swallow just because, um, I mean, you come into Pittsburgh, you have a, a really good win in the first game. Time is kind of running out. I mean, is it harder to watch this kind of game that just wasn't real smooth? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's we're already thinking about tomorrow. There's no time to waste, no time to wait around. Of course, you know, you, you, you give everything you have, you want to win each and every game. Um, and there, there's just simply not time to dwell. You, you, you know, I've already thought about it for about 10 minutes and um, you, you take what you can from it and, and you learn what is, you is can. Is this game a little bit to the tougher to swallow just the because, only way to go um, I mean, you come into Pittsburgh, you have a, a really good win in the first game. Time is kind of running out. I mean, is it harder to watch this kind of game that just wasn't real smooth? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, we're already thinking about tomorrow. There's no time to waste, no time to wait around. Of course, you know, you, you give everything you have, you want to win each and every game. Um, and there, there's just simply not time to dwell. You, you know, I've already thought about it for about 10 minutes and um, you, you take what you can from it and, and you learn what you can and then you move on to the next day. That's the only way to go about it. Was it easy decision in your mind for Davidson to pinch hit against Turley the with Suarez on third, obviously it didn't turn out the way you guys were hoping, but. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's never a, an easy decision. You know, you, I, you know, you, you know, it's, it's, there, there's a lot of factors that go into everything. Um, you know, that's, that's what Matt has done. You know, he's, that's what he's on our team for. Um, and he's done, um, you know, he's, especially early when it was getting more opportunities, he was, uh, doing a lot of damage, you know, against the left-handed pitching. So, um, you know, we'll continue to use him in that, you know, in that role. Um, but what what's not easy about it is you never want to hit for anyone, um, you know, especially when when you know that there's a chance that they're going to come through. And Brian Goodwin, um, you know, that part of it wasn't easy. But yeah, to put Matt up there and have an opportunity. Um, you know, getting the, the favorable matchup, even though uh, Turley is a good pitcher. Yeah, we feel good about it. Didn't work out. Game three of the series is Saturday night in Pittsburgh for Cincinnati. It'll be right-hander Anthony DeSclafani. He's one and two with a 7.71 ERA. Right-hander Trevor Williams will pitch for Pittsburgh. He's one and five. His ERA, 5.50. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 635. First pitch is set for 7.05. And again, the final scores from Pittsburgh on Friday night as the Reds and Pirates split the doubleheader. Reds win game one, four to two. Pirates come back and win the nightcap, four to three. And with your Reds radio recap, I'm Dave Armbruster. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.